Project U, the podcast with Nathan Jake. Wait, I need to know the context of this. Grace Garner. Why don't you get the computer voice to do it? Nick Kelly. This was my plan all along. One episode away from our 50th birthday special that we're never going to do. Oh, what are we going to do? Life's about to get good. (laughs) (laughs) This is just going to be the Shania Twain edition, isn't it? Uh, All episodes of everything ever should be the Shania Twain (laughs) editions. It's going to be a particularly Shania-involved episode as now has now dropped. It sure has. You may you may deem it to be out now. <laughs> on track to be number one in the US. Okay, that's actually brilliant. I'm really happy about that. Um, hi, everyone. How are we? Uh, you know, <sighs> life's about to get... <laughs> Coming up on the show real soon, we're going to talk about Macklemore's discourse this week. Tony Abbott caused Macklemore to go number one again. I love all these own goals. <laughs> so good. <laughs> What's the next song going to be? We can speculate about that later. Um, French Montana's done his second pop song in two weeks. I don't know what this is about, but, you know, good good on him. Um, we've got new Demi Lovato to listen to. This boy band called Pretty Much have another song out. They sure do. Um, Pretty and, Much. And some Australian music as well, because we love, we love music, Triple J. Twitter decides. Every week you guys decide the first song we play on the podcast with a Twitter poll at projectu.tv. Today we put two songs up against each other, sort of. <laughs> What we, did you do today? Well, we put the best song of New Music Friday, which was East's new single, Life Goes On, up with just any Shania Twain song from the Now album because I couldn't find anything else that was worthy of, of contention. <laughs> and the winner is East. I also voted for East, but that's because <laughs> I want to spend the full amount of time that I can on on. Very fair. Miss Twain. This came out on Friday and it just was like completely out of the blue and it's just completely, utterly brilliant. It's it's quite good, isn't it? It's called Life Goes On. It's produced by some bloke who did Two Hearts for Kylie and a lot of stuff for um for Ellie Golding. Oh yeah. interesting. <laughs> I love that. We pass each other by and we don't share our time for long. We have a change of mind, the moment ends and life goes on. It's just so good. So euphoric, so big. It's brilliant. And then my favourite part is that she wrote it using thesaurus.com. <laughs> Every word is there. Fleeting, transient, if uh, fading, momentary, shortly. <laughs> Is Fugitive um, there? Fugitive I, is there. Impermanent really? is there. Oh my god, are you actually on thesaurus.com? Yes, every single word is there. I love that. It almost feels like semi-ironic. Because, I mean, if way. I was a songwriter, I would absolutely be songwriting by thesaurus.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this guy, Jim Elliott, is the producer on this. Oh, by the way, her falsetto in this is amazing. It's so pretty. So she, he, he did Halcyon, Joy, Atlantis, Only You, Anything Could Happen, My Blood and Don't Say a Word for Ellie. Anything Could Happen. Heart Love Skips it. a Beat for Ollie Merz. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fox's Body Talk, which is of severe mm. interest to me. One of the best Fox's songs. Was that songs. that weird song that um, had wrong timing? It was like, oh, yeah. Let yeah, your the, body the drums were slightly talk. out. 
<laughs> um, and Kylie's All the Lovers and Two Hearts. So he's got incredible oh. credits, and now this belter of a song from East. He also did a Veronica's song that wasn't very good. So East is a local Australian artist, for yeah. those that don't know. Um, she grew up about five minutes from where we record this podcast, actually. Yeah. Um, we first saw her a few years ago supporting Broods, which she did a couple of times, and she was always brilliant. Yeah. Um, and she's almost sort of like always hovered around this sort of indie pop world, but never really had a giant like sort of, okay, this is a massive pop smash moment. Mm-hmm. And then she's taken like a year off, done a shitload of writing, lived a life, and now come back <laughs> with just this perfect nostalgic pop song about fleeting love. It's so good. It's great. So good. One of the great success stories. Here we go. Temporary transient. Cursory, ephemeral, passing, flashing the pan. I really like it. I really love the chorus. It's got good singability. Sing- Sorry, oh, yes. Singability is great wording. Yeah. This is not on the run sheet. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew you'd play it anyway. Shot that was completely accidental. <laughs> So the charts are absolutely fucking mental at the moment, can we just admit? Oh my god, it's truly insane. I can't... It's just... This country is full of absurd discourse. It's all Macklemore and all um, the killers. And sports. There's just so much sports involved. And honestly, I love it. (laughs) What? So the number one song in our fair nation right now, by a whopping 58% margin on top of the next song... Wow, she does maths. ...is this. Macklemore, Ryan Lewis. And Mary Lambert. Australia was already the biggest stan of this song. It went four times platinum and did the best here than it did anywhere else in the world. And now it's back. Which I had no idea about. And this was before, you know, it became a um, the gay anthem, as I've seen the Today Show call it no, 12 same times sex in the anthem. last week. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> same sex anthem. Miranda, That's what I call all boy band songs. <laughs> Miranda Devine was so sad this morning. She was like... I just, uh, I just don't like how, um, how you know, this just divides and alienates the NRL-loving community. Oh, my God. She's such a vile monstrosity. Oh, my Has God. Has nobody read the George Orwell essay, Sporting Spirit and no Sporting Grace. Nationalism? I have not. That's, that defines that it's, it's, you know, politics are intrinsically linked to uh, sports. I, I don't know where this person came from, but I'm not mad about it. <laughs> I thought that I was there. Because I could draw. My, my uncle was, and I kept my room straight. straight. I told my mom, tears rushing down my face. She's like, Ben, you've loved girls since before pre K. Trippin'. <laughs> Why is the word trippin' in it? <laughs> you gotta put something. I will admit, I did have like a bit of an emotional, like, we, we all watched this last night, we all got a bit emotional, but then accidentally somehow the cure started playing underneath it as well and now we are the gayest nation in the world absolutely it was nice though and you know sports always been that kind of thing that's scared of anything remotely unmasculine and you know it was nice to see the nrl embrace that you know and it will actually mean a lot for a lot of people and for a lot of young people particularly in the regions where where their only conversation with their dad every week will be about footy which they don't actually give a shit about project Project youth Pink's collaboration with Jack Antonoff, Beautiful Trauma, came out on Friday, already number three on iTunes. I mean, like I said, it's just 
her usual talking points thrown into a blender. <laughs> it's nothing new or interesting from Jack or Miss Alicia. <laughs> it's Alicia Moore. Um, look, this album, I just don't know if I have the energy to listen to an entire Pink album when it comes out. Mm. Mm. If there's no Max Martin... I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> not very fair. I say that now, but I will listen to it. You, you guys know that she's her cousin is Mandy Moore, right? Because I said that yesterday and everyone looked at me gobsmacked. Is it? Yes. I just don't think Mandy Moore's that big a deal to... Mandy Moore's a who. Yeah, <laughs> major who territory. Um, if you've seen A Walk to Remember, she is a them. I haven't, though. <laughs> yeah, well, mate, you're missing out. Project U. The podcast. What I have seen though is the killers slaying the AFL Grand Final. This song, which is a great song, is number four on iTunes because of our sport loving nation. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> Brandon Flowers is an amazing frontman. They were so good at Lollapalooza. I'm sure they were. I think they would be brilliant live. Yeah, they're just one of the great bands. Um, so their tickets go on sale very soon for their shows next year or something. Oh, there was some cool. kind of conversation about it. Um, look, the rest of the the rest of the charts aren't very interesting. Um, At projectu.tv. There is one very interesting moment on the Aria charts, though, which we did not see coming at all. So strange. So Rockstar by Post Malone on iTunes right now is... Like, I can't even 25. find... 25. That's wild. Because it's number one on the Aria chart. How... Does Aria count um, YouTube? It does, yes. Right, because I feel like that might be where it is, because that's where that's where the teens are listening. True. The teens aren't streaming anymore. The teens are just YouTubing. <laughs> it, is, it, what, is it, like, Australian listeners, or do they do they kind of worldwide listeners? No, it's all, it's all Australian listeners, so it's all from Australian, okay. yeah, accounts and stuff. It's a great song, and I've decided in, in the last, like, two and a half hours after watching a mariachi band perform one of his songs to him that he's the greatest person to ever exist. And that I love him. Project You, the podcast. Another weird song that's in the top 20. I knew this was going to happen, but didn't expect a Beyonce remix to be what pushed it into the top 20. I hate, I hate this song. I hate that noise. J Balvin and Willie William featuring Beyonce. (laughs) So Beyonce's remix, Mi Gente. Learnt 20 Spanish words and <laughs> chucked them all in there um, for hurricane relief. Apparently, this was what they came up with to relieve the hurricane. I don't feel relieved. <laughs> no, but that's nice. Give some money, do whatever, raise awareness. Yeah. I just can't stand that god awful noise in the background. Project U, the podcast. Uh, okay, can you play King, please? <laughs> What's your flavor, what's your size, you can lay it on me Anything that you decide, would you paint it for me This is a song by some artist called King, it's called Only You And it was hidden at like number 30 on New Music Friday But it was possibly the best song on New Music Friday that wasn't East Life Goes On Only you got that something Ooh. 
love it. I think it's brilliant. I still don't know who this woman is. No idea where she's come from. She just calls herself King. She's a king. She's a wow. king. King of pop. Unnatural gender <laughs> imbalance. Michael Jackson is shook. Um, what are your thoughts, Nathan? It's fine. And she's Danish. I don't care. Danish, that makes about sense, yeah. Of course she is. <laughs> Who isn't? Conspiracy theory, it's um, Princess Mary, the crown princess of Denmark, um, as king. At projectu.tv Nah, nah, don't do it. You know what it is when you hear that. Pull up, we can do it all night. Era Estrophy started making bops, it seems. She has... Name recognition for me, but I don't know anything about her. Oh, I see it's on Ultra Records, so she's been on Obnoxious Dance Song. Is that what she's been doing? <laughs> no, so her first single was um, Red. Uh, it was on the radio. It was Bon Bon. Oh, oh yeah. Bon 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 Bon. I know that you want one. So that was really like dark pop. <laughs> what? And then it, she put out Red Rum with Felix Snow that Watson not ended up remixing. And that was also dark pop. And then all of a sudden she's doing a bop. Perfectly fine. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm very much a... I don't care. About not only the song, but the artist as well. <laughs> yeah. She's just not interesting me. This is her third single. She's queen, She's probably like third in line to the throne of Kosovo. Rita, <laughs> Rita has it at the moment. Doer's next. And then Era will be the third in line to the throne. She's, like, she's like the Prince William. <laughs> her career is an era. The Prince William is like the crown prince. I know. Yeah, and it won't work. <laughs> anyway, good for, good for all involved and well done. No, I just think in the landscape like this, I'm getting all, like, wordy now. The landscape like this, there's so many good songs that you need something that stands out and is still good. And this is good, but there's nothing unique about it. Yeah, it reminds me of that George Orwell, <laughs> Orwell essay <laughs> that I read yesterday. Project U, the podcast. Here's brand new guy, Sebastian. This song is awesome. It's called Keep Me Coming Back. This era has been brilliant. I love the, I love the guy, Sebastian, era at the moment. Not an, to be honest, I've been here era. for almost every era. <laughs> yeah, you keep me. Yeah, you keep me coming back. Love it. <laughs> Just a bloody bop, guys. <laughs> I can see it on an ad. Cool. Um, <laughs> who, <laughs> who produced this one? <laughs> I actually don't know. It sounds like Louis Shaw again. I'm just presuming that Louis Shaw has been left in charge of this entire era. He should be in charge of all pop music. <laughs> Project U, the podcast. <laughs> album alert. Album alert. Album alert. The opener that always does this segment justice. <laughs> Life's about to get good because we're going to talk about Shania Twain now. Um, <laughs> she's she's a brilliant icon, um, the queen of country pop. What else is there to say? <laughs> so you were saying that this is on track to debut at number one in the US. It sure is, uh, because <laughs> nothing else is selling anything. <laughs> 
heard a fact the other day that she's like the best selling artist of Australian history, best selling solo female in Australian history. Yeah. Yep. Well, with hits like Man, I Feel Like a Woman, I don't doubt that. Yeah, and hits like Life's About to Get Good. Yeah. So yeah. there's a song on it that's a trop bop, which is the most shocking thing I've probably ever heard. But it's it's good. Look at me and tell me what is on your mind this time. Gonna stay here till you got. Kaigo, found dead. Avicii, found dead. Klingoned, found dead. <laughs> Yes. Could Taylor Swift ever? No. Nope. <laughs> Let's kiss and make love. Quick game. What is Shania Twain's real name? Sharon Twain. <laughs> Close. What is it? Eileen Regina Edwards. Oh, my God. The queen that is Eileen Edwards. I can't believe she's 52. Well, life's about to get good. Um, yeah, 52 and make him... <laughs> 52 and murdering Kygo with an AK-47. Madonna could never. <laughs> I haven't heard a brilliant trot bop from nope. Madonna. Um, four minutes. No, I don't know. That's not a trot bop. Yeah, I know. I it know. is a bop. <laughs> no, four minutes is actually the only Madonna song I, li- song I like. Uh, so we need to talk about the article in... Uh, us Weekly magazine, Shania Twain, 25 things you don't know about me. <laughs> Some of them are remarkable. Some of them are just, you know, like, I speak French and I drive a second-hand car. <laughs> so, there's some real highlights in this piece. I like this one. <laughs> I want to see women come together and support each other more in the music industry. Country music has a particularly low ratio of female artists. Let's go, girls! <laughs> Number five is a fact I did know, and that's that she wrote a song for Britney Spears. Don't let me be the last to know. She wrote really. That. Um, six is truly, truly cooked. It's I like salt on apples. <laughs> oh, no. Eight is I have an incredibly romantic husband. He is constantly creating special moments for me, like hand picking flowers to decorate my breakfast plate. <laughs> That was such a good one. Flowers on dinner plates make me so irrationally mad. You can't Um, eat them. They shouldn't be there. Pesticides. (laughs) Eleven is my favourite by far. It's my favourite place to listen to music is inside the horse barn. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Fourteen. I don't have email on my phone. Too distracting. (laughs) Fifteen might be my favourite. I own a pair of Yeezys. I hate 18 so much. My latest dream collaboration is with Rag and Bone Man. Oh, no! Um, I missed that. 20. I listen to quite a bit of EDM and rap. <laughs> I have a very diverse music taste. In the horse barn? <laughs> yes. She's listening to, to rap in the horse barn. She's listening to flume in the horse barn. And, oh my God. 22 is um my... My walking pace is considered faster than normal. Same girl. In 24, um, I'm amazed to see younger fans of mine from their childhood as success stories in the industry now. I never thought I'd be in text exchanges with Nick Jonas and Niall Horan. <laughs> Why is she texting Nick Jonas and Niall? 
<laughs> Maybe they're in a group chat, the three of them, oh in the horse park. WhatsApp group, where they share their favourite leopard Oh, my horn. God. Sorry. I love her. Uh, go out right now and buy Shania Twain now. She deserves it. Project You, the podcast. This episode is brought to you by Shania Twain Now, featuring hits such as Life's About to Get Good and Swingin' With My Eyes Closed. You can you know buy it now at do. all good music retailers. We should do a live podcast from the horse park. Yeah, can't you hear them? Oh, that smell. I love horses. Project You, the podcast. Demi Lovato also released an album. Um, it's album called alert. Tell album. Me You Love Me. Album it's alert. pure Grammy bait, but there are some bops on it. Sexy Dirty Love is still the best song on it. That's just false. you too much. This is Daddy Issues. You never pick up. Triple J. <laughs> <laughs> this chorus, it's good. So good. <laughs> Nick is shook. He just stood up. He stood up. <laughs> Nothing but respect for my anthem. <laughs> the national anthem I stand for. <laughs> now that's a song. How did that's I not say this? This is really, really good. Um, shout outs to Australia's Sarah Aaron's for getting a writing credit. Yeah, <laughs> the song with DJ Mustard. And Lil Wayne. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's like track seven. Go and check it out. Um, yeah, the rest of the album, the gays, the gays love it. But I think it's a little bit boring because it's Grammy bait. Well, I've always been a fan of Demi's more absurd, like, electro-pop moments. Like, that's mm. why when she put out, like, Cool for the Summer is still probably my favourite Demi <gasps> song of all time. I think it might be one of the best songs ever released. Yes, and I wouldn't... They should have played Cool for the Summer at the NRL Grand Final. Absolutely. <laughs> Same-sex anthem. <laughs> it is. It actually is. <laughs> I know. It's a bisexual anthem. Yeah, is that bi erasure? If we say it's a same sex anthem. She's a she's yeah. a not labelling herself queen. At projectu.tv. Hello. <laughs> There's a new song. I don't know how to do audio content. Anyway, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy that's literally made 49 podcasts with me. Uh. Yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah, it's pretty much. Coming through. Yeah. Coming from your lab. So there's a new world of boy bands upon us. Sure are. You can read about them at projectu.tv. Tap the features tab. So the lyrics on this are cooked. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if they're letting them co-write. <laughs> it, it feels like they are, and that's the problem. Because I've heard... Because... Um, this band is the new Simon Cow creation. Yeah. Um, the music seems to be executively produced by Savin Kotecha, mm-hmm. who is brilliant pop writer, did most of Dangerous Woman, uh, wrote Heaps a of One lot Direction. of early One Direction, and I've heard him talk about it on the um, And The Writer Is podcast. Yeah. And, like, they were, you know, there was distance between them, growing distance because yes, right. they didn't like not being able to write and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm wondering mm. if... This time around, they've thought, okay, we'll let them write from the start. <laughs> and that's really cool, but I don't know. And that is probably what the new world don't of boy bands is going to be like. A little bit more authentic and a little bit more sort of let them do their thing. Mm. But if letting them do their thing gives us lyrics like this, how do we feel about that? 
Yeah, there are lots of boy bands and it's confusing to keep up with, so I've written an article for you. It's on, it's on projectu.tv right now. This song's a bit of fun, though. Yep. Well done to all involved. The one thing I do find weird about it, though, is it fades out at the end. Does it really? Get to the end bit. Go to the last 20 seconds of it and listen to how it ends. Before it ends, can I um, say it's a flop? No. It fades. When was the last time you heard a boy band song fade? Flop! I'll give um, you a flop there, That's Grace. the point. They Thank seem you. to be doing whatever Max Martin did in the early 2000s with those boy bands. They mm. seem to be going for that. Yeah. Which is, I mean, fine. It's yeah. awesome. I love retro work. Good, good for all involved. Project U. The podcast. Eyes tight, like, don't let in the daylight, don't let in the daylight. You sound like you just got out of bed. I can't look away. <laughs> Don't make a difference to me I know you're just what I need This is Brisbane producer Golden Vessel Do you think you could maybe record the vocal while not drunk? Um, so he teams up with Emerson Leif And a guy named El Cool Who I'm obsessed with at the moment on this Last night's mess was just the best love As up like Don't let in the daylight Don't let in the daylight Yeah yeah, I can't look away Feeling him so now I'm really liking the use of uh, negative space. <laughs> Are we song exploder? <laughs> Get an academic article to back that up. There, yeah, it's yeah, by George Orwell. It's like one of the flume and what's his name, the idiot who changes his name songs. No, it's a different man. Uh, what's know. so not? No. Um, you mean Flume and Old Mate? Yeah, that dude. When they were... The beard. Chet Faker. Yeah. Keep it sounds like one of those, but there's no good drop. In the middle of mm. the heavy heart, a cloud of mind, a spot of lights on the side of walk, come on around 20... Which one's this? This is Elkul. 2020 at the dark city. Don't hate Elkul. I'd love Elkul. Also really like his um aesthetic. Yeah. Holding out for the twilight simmer, 20 up and keep it 30 down at that, swelling up in, he can't eat my dinner. Keep a smile on the far side. <laughs> he can't eat my dinner. Yeah, this is this is a nice tune. I really like this. Project You, the podcast. This is a kid called Tyron Happy from Melbourne, um, and we listened to one of his songs, and you both hated it. <laughs> but this one's actually pretty good. One guy, two guy, count them all up. I had so many tries, but they got me fucked up, and I got me guess I'm up. just looking for something better. I think I'm mainly interested because the featured artist is called Mimosa. Where is she from? I just think of Mimosas. <laughs> Bit of fun for the kids. It's completely fine. Yeah. It's nothing new. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Is that the podcast done? That's it. Jesus Christ, we rip snorted through that one. <laughs> um, due to me not reading an email correctly, the Alex Leahy interview will go up this Thursday. And are I- you are you completely sure? Yes. Because we're about to record an intro for it. <laughs> so it will. I'm gonna edit it now and schedule it. Um, Alex Leahy's album's out on Friday. It's one of the best albums of the year. You've got to go and listen to it if you're a pop fan, if you're a fan of anything good, if you're a fan of good writing, go and listen to it. Um, also out this Friday is Nicole Miller's new single, Blindfolded, which is one of the best pop songs of the year. Um, get bloody ready for it. It slaps. <laughs> <laughs> 
You've gone the whole episode without saying slap. I know. And then I just had to sneak it in at the end. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. We're off to the horse barn now. <laughs> Shania Twain now, out on iTunes. Shania Twain.